0: hello, everybody, and welcome back to Christmas Clatter. I'm Todd Killian. Thanks so much for hopping in here. Just a little bit of housekeeping for everybody on the podcast and on the live stream. It's after Labor Day, man, and after Labor Day means we only have one more speed bump till Christmas, and that is Halloween, and uh, so time is going to be checking off faster and faster. I always say at the beginning of the year, it's a marathon to Christmas, but as soon as Labor Day turns the corner, it becomes a sprint. So make sure you're planning for Christmas, and just so happens, ta-da! I have a Christmas planner available on Amazon. If you guys want to check that out, it's a uh, Christmasclatter.live/planner is the link. There'll be a link in the show notes and descriptions for you guys. It's uh, nine dollars eight ninety nine technically, but it's nine dollars, and then um, Amazon will get that guy get that to you. If that's something you're interested in, um, it's my first one. So if you guys get it and any feedback you send either through an Amazon review or to me directly, it will be much appreciated. Cause I have, uh, I have ideas for different kinds of books, uh, for, um, Christmas next year. Uh, not necessarily a planner. I may do the planner again, but since I have this one made it, it probably just be kind of a um, I don't want to say a rehash, just kind of a redesign and kind of keep things uh, basically the same. And, uh, and uh, you know, well, not basically the same. I'll, I'll really want to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of a redesign would be fine, you know, just kind of I got the elements put together and just kind of rearrange them, change what didn't work, make better, you know, what did work kind of thing. Uh, so I, I appreciate any feedback on that and, and, uh, that, so, uh, that is a uh, christmasclatter.live slash planner, if you're interested. And I just got to keep plugging that because it's so important to plan for Christmas. And, uh, that's the, that's the thing we're going to get into today. And then, uh, I'm also going to talk a little bit about our trip to the law cabin. Uh, but first let's finish up our series called, um, Christmas with purpose. In uh, I had mentioned in the show notes that uh, sometimes good intentions can like ruin our holiday fun. And you know, through Christmas with purpose we learned the importance of, you know, making a list and having a plan, you know, kind of getting rid of some of the clutter out of out of our lives and out of our way really. And uh, you know, just kind of making sure we're being intentional. But one thing a lot of people like to do over Christmas is to like overextend themselves, you know, commit to too many parties, uh, commit to making too many things, you know, uh, commit to buying too many gifts, you know, that you really don't have, you know, the time and energy for. You want to because you're good hearted and you're well intentioned. But, you know, I know personally from personal experience that the the time management part of my mind is is faulty because it's like I look at a task and I'm thinking oh that's only going to take five or ten minutes that's only going to take five or ten minutes well that's lies pure lies absolute lies that that project or thing that's supposed to take like five or ten minutes in your mind takes like three hours (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and then before you know it, the whole day has gone and, and you're just spinning your wheels and stuck in mud. And so, you know, part of that, you know, with a planner, you can kind of get a, well, even as a sheet of paper, you can get a better handle of what's going on. You know, it's like things work in your mind, but then you can't make them work in real life. And it's because you got to, you know, practically apply them I and mean, you ever eat. Same thing with paper, you know, you ever heard the phrase people use a lot at work. Well, it worked on paper. Yeah, it worked on paper. But then there's like outside forces that you have no control of that you can't put on paper. You know, and it's the same kind of thing. And especially around the holidays, everybody just wants to be so generous with their time and with their efforts that they overextend and overcommit, you know, and it's not because they're bad. It's usually because they just want to be great people. And then before you know it. You're overworked and overstressed and you can't enjoy the holidays. So I just want to encourage everybody just to uh, be intentional with what you're doing. If you don't think you have the time for something, it's because you don't, not because you haven't planned it right. Or if you feel like it's going to take too much time for you to commit and, you know, just, you know, turn down the opportunity, you know, turn it down gracefully you know, just be like, I'd love to, but I just can't. I'm just, you know, feel like I'm just a little overextended. People will understand, you know, and that way you can make time for the things that are important. You know, you're not wasting so much time with a, a event that is kind of on the periphery of your social circle, you know, in lieu of making time with those that are closer in, You know, with that being said, the other thing we need to remember is when you have things going on, it's okay to ask for help. You know, if you've committed to making, you know, 100 cupcakes or whatever, it's okay to ask for help. You know, it's okay to ask your spouse or your kids if they're old enough and capable or your um, parents or your in-laws. Or your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your friends, whoever you're closest to just uh ask for a little help. A lot of times they'll be happy you know be happy to help you Happy to come over with your house all decorated at Christmas and you guys work on something together. you know what's new? there's a reason why they put the baking and decorating scenes in hallmark movies all the time because it's always so much fun to go help somebody with something Christmassy you know, and that's where real memories can be made. So if you feel yourself like overextended, ask for help. Even if you don't feel overextended, ask someone to help you just so you can spend that extra time with them over the holidays, you know, to make your holiday more enjoyable and to make you more productive in getting those things done, you know, and you won't be so extended and feel so overworked. Uh, You won't feel like, you're the only one doing something while everybody else is just having a good time, you know, which can cause like a little resentment a little bitterness. You don't want that over Christmas, you know? And the, in and the, and the last thing is when you do all these things, you always have to remember to keep a spot for those spontaneous moments that happen at Christmas. Every Christmas has them. It's a time that comes up that no one planned for. Maybe you have uh, someone that stops by your house that you hadn't seen in a while and you're able to spend some time with them and have a good conversation. Maybe um, maybe a kid comes up and sparks a conversation or you guys start doing something, you know, that is just spur of the moment and fun and, you know, just kind of grabs that feeling of the holidays. It's... um. You know, it's really what the, it's the, it, those are the times that people remember for the holidays. And if, if you're planning carefully, paying attention to your time, when those times arise and you see them, then you will feel okay to set everything else aside and make time for that person or make time for that, you know, spontaneous, you know, get together. This past Sunday, of course, this isn't, it's not Christmas yet. But this past Sunday, you know, we was here at the house with my wife, my youngest son, youngest daughter. My oldest daughter comes for a visit, which is great. And then before you know it, my mother-in-law stops by, which is wonderful. You know, and then it's not too long. My two parents come and are hanging out, you know. And then before we know it, uh, my brother-in-law and his two boys are here. So it's like this spontaneous party get together, you know, everybody's in the house and it's like, no one planned it. You know, we kind of knew a few of them were coming for, you know, different things, but we didn't know it was all going to coalesce together. And so it's like, this is fantastic. You have everybody here, you know, and enjoying each other's company and talking and catching up. And if you, if you overcommit and overextend yourself for Christmas, when those times like that happen, you'll feel like those are more of a hindrance for you to get the things done you need to get done. But if you plan and, and are intentional, that, that word intentional comes up a lot, then times like that, you can sit down and enjoy because you'll have a piece in the back of your mind saying, I have time budgeted for this stuff, so it's not time for me to work on it now. The time for me to now is to be here and to be present and in the moment with everybody. And that's the place we want to get to with our Christmas planning is to set aside the time to get the things done that need to be done so that when those special times come up, we can be there with everybody. And not having the back of our mind stirring and thinking of all the other tasks that need to be done. Uh, Christmas is a long season, but it goes by in a blink and before you know it. And there's a lot of factors with Christmas as far as planning and getting various families together. You know, you have to do several different Christmas parties over different days. I know some families will even do their Christmas parties before thanksgiving just because it's just so hard to get everybody together and uh and some people will even do them you know a month after just just so they can get everybody together and that's great and that's wonderful and you know with so many moving parts you know you have to keep the semblance of a schedule and a guide and a map to enjoy it and to make sure that The holiday doesn't become a burden, you know, to you, to where you're, you're dreading, dreading it. And that is, you know, Christmas, uh, on, I say it different every time Christmas on purpose, Christmas with purpose, both are applicable. And, uh, and it's just to be mindful really that you boil down all the points. It's just to be mindful of what we're doing and to make sure we, uh, capture those moments. So again, I don't want to feel like I'm becoming a salesman, but uh, there is the Christmas planner um, available for you guys. If you get on Amazon and you see one you like better, please pick it up. I just want people to, you know, make plans and not that we got to have the clipboard of fun that Danny Tanner used to carry around for vacations, but you know, just to kind of have a semblance of a guide. So that is Christmas With and Christmas On Purpose. And uh, I will still talk about preparing for Christmas and that kind of thing as as the weeks um, roll along. But, uh, But that is the end of that series. And so let's move on to the Yule Log Cabin. for those that are just listening to the podcast uh, as i talk about the YOLA cabin here and local um <clears throat> businesses and stuff there will be a slideshow playing on the live stream and uh if you want to see that just head on over to the live stream and and uh take a look and jump to this this section if you have to i'll i'll uh, do my best to get it marked as a chapter on there so you can get to it quickly so uh hey chris drove all the way up from chicago just to make the live stream i appreciate that that's not what you said but that's what i'm going to take it as so i appreciate it man it's good to see you here these are some pictures i took and holly took some of them too from a a little local christmas shop i guess it's about i don't know seven or eight miles from my house it's out in the woods in the middle of nowhere uh, called the yola cabin and it's kind of a special place for me because um it used to be a Christmas tree farm that, uh, that m- me and my parents and my sister went to when I was a kid to, to get our Christmas tree every year. And, uh, it's not a Christmas tree farm anymore. They do sell live Christmas trees, but they're already cut. They're not, they're not growing out there. And, uh, uh, Joni, the owner, she was, um, she was my very first guest, I believe on the podcast, uh, back in 2019. I need to have her on again to tell you the truth. And, uh, Joni run, runs the Yule log cabin and, and she's a fantastic lady and, and does a great job. And I, you know, I talked with her a little bit out there. I I don't talk with Joni very often, only just when I go out to Yule log cabin, you know, this time of year, it's our Labor Day tradition to go out there, uh, me and my mom and dad and my wife and, uh, go out there and look around and buy the stuff. And, and I just got, you know, talking with, uh, you know, Joni this year, um, you know, just talking about, you know, some you know supplies and stuff, and and she seems to be doing pretty well keeping stock. The supply chains are kind of squirrely. but she seems to be doing, you know, pretty good. You know, keeping that stuff. And I got to think about my other friends from last year, uh, Callister's Christmas. They're online, but they're they're based up in Wisconsin in the Minnesota area. They have a couple of stores, and uh, you know, but they're a local. They're a local shop. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, people go to Hallmark and, and that kind of stuff, and people need to hit these local shops. And even though sometimes the brands are the same and uh, you know, and there's a lot of kind of repeat, you know, they all don't have the same things. But then I got the think about Walmart, or not Walmart, but Hallmark. And Hallmark has this franchise um base that's a lot like Ace Hardware, where it's not really a store owned by the corporation. It's more of a Local business, that's why it's always someone's name in Hallmark. Like our local Hallmark called Dana's Hallmark, and before that, I think it was jones Hallmark. I think I, I don't remember. Um, but that one had closed down, and then uh, Dana bought it, turned it into Dana's Hallmark. But a lot of them are somebody's name because they're along, so I, did, I didn't want to like run Hallmark stores under the bus because it's like I kind of realized. Even though it's a, a it's a national brand kind of franchise thing, they are so local owned because I know our Hallmark will take local craft people's um uh, products that they make and actually sell them in store, you know. And then if that if that you know say you made a nativity set and it sold like hotcakes at the local Hallmark store in your town, then Hallmark could come in and be like you need to make them for all our stores or or that kind of thing. Or, you know, where certain stores can be like, make some for us. So it is a way that, uh, you know, local artisans can sell things, you know, through Hallmark and uh, which is cool. But you know, these local stores like the Yolo Cabin and Callister's Christmas up North, you know, they're not open year round. Um, uh, They, they work year round because it's like, you know, they just don't, uh, uh, take off, you know, and, uh, open up in September or late August and run till Christmas and shut the doors. It's like, they're constantly, you know, trying to find one the trends. They're constantly trying to find what's going to sell, what's going to be hot. They're always rearranging and redecorating all the trees and all the ceilings. I mean, the, the pictures that, that are taken here, um, and I'm sorry for those listening, don't do the place justice uh, because there's stuff all over the walls and the ceilings. And it's just, you know, everywhere. And it's, it's just fun to go hang out, you know, and uh, walk around because it's like every time you walk around and walk by something, you see something new that you didn't see there before. And, uh, and one picture go here. um, It's uh, all these glass balls, glass baubles, and they're all made in Ukraine. You know, so it's like, you know, with, with world events, it's like, then you can kind of support, you know, some, you know, Ukrainian businesses, you know, by buying those ornaments and and things. And I just wanted, to, you know, just take a time to be like, you know, look to see if you have a local Christmas store. Cause sometimes they don't have a lot of money for advertising. They just kind of have to hope people find them, um, you know, either on the social medias or, um, that kind of thing and do your best to make your way out there and get to know them. And, uh, you know, make sure you buy a few things out there. I'm not saying go out there and, you know, break the bank, but you know, just make sure you support them and, uh, you know, let them know that, 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 that you're there because, you know, um, I could tell when I was talking to Joni on Monday, there were a few other customers that came, came by and, uh, you know, we're just talking to her you just see that uh, her having the support was uh was a lot you know to have the same friendly faces come by and i know other places you know have more traditional um christmas stores that are open year-round especially in tourist areas that that's usually a thing uh, me and my wife went to hilton head south carolina in april and uh <clears throat> It was uh, it was a very nice trip, and in one of the little open-air malls right next to the ocean, they had a small little Christmas store that was opened up, and we were like, a Christmas store? Yes, and we were so excited, and then we went in there, and we were so disappointed. <laughs> you know, it was just such the, like, cliche Christmas stuff that – tourists would buy which there's nothing wrong with that but i was like wanting like deep engulfed trench um uh you know christmas atmosphere you know and the stuff was like way overpriced and so we just kind of walked around like well we're we're good you know so it's such a joy to go to these shops that the in like uh the Log cabin and And uh, Callister's Christmas, Callister's Christmas does have an online presence if you're, if you're interested to to buy that of people that truly love Christmas. And you can definitely tell that the people at the little shop, they open Air mall in South Carolina. They didn't really like Christmas very much, or if they did, it was like surface level. (laughs) It's like, I just didn't get that deep feel of love for Christmas. Like, like I do at the Yule Log and other, other stores I've been to. And, uh, and so I just want to take a time to be like, guys, just make sure you go out and you hit these, these local shops, hit your local hallmark. If you haven't yet, you know, to support, uh, these people, but especially the seasonal shops, you know, they, they, they need you early. I mean, the crowds will come in November, but they, they need you early. And, uh, just, just, if you just go and get a couple of things, but just knowing that you're there to support them would be all that it can be. And with that being said, I want to say that, uh, the first week of October, um, I will be spending a week at, uh, uh, Frankenmuth, Michigan at, uh, Bronner's, uh, world's largest Christmas store. And, uh, I'm hoping to, uh, interview, uh, the owner and to do the live stream that week from there. But that's, uh, that's yet to be seen if that will happen, but I will be going live at different times on like Facebook or Instagram, uh, in store. And, uh, so that's something to look forward to, uh, hanging out, uh, there at Bronner's and, uh, I've never been, so we'll see what that, uh, entails. But, uh, if you're just listening to the podcast, I, I Uh, please go check out the the slides. I actually, i tell you what, I will put a link directly to the slides in the show notes for you guys. So that way you won't have to find them on the video, but I will also um, make a uh, chapter marker on the live stream. uh, Once it's over, that's your way you can jump straight to uh, the videos to check out the Yola cabin and just take a little time this Christmas and, and support those stores in the, and you won't regret it. It just, uh, it's just a, it's just something about them. Just get you right. Not that I need much help to get in the holiday mood, but just something about them just sends you guys, you know, into all the Christmas feels. So, well, this has kind of been of a abbreviated episode of Christmas clatter podcast, but that's okay. We're still getting our feet under us here in a couple of weeks. We'll, you know, we'll be back. And, uh, won't be long. We'll be every week through Christmas. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, I encourage those listening to the podcast to check out the live stream. Uh, We record live on YouTube, uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, Christmas Clatter uh, YouTube channel. Uh, You know, we have a special pre-show get-together. Then I record the podcast with everybody. And then uh, we have a special post-show hangout where we do a little chatting and I give them a little insight or an unboxing that's not seen. Well, you can see it in the replay, I suppose, but, you know, just a little something special for, for everybody hanging out with us. So thanks so much for joining me here on Christmas clatter. Christmas clatter is a production of very merry media. And as always keep Christmas hope alive every day.